Oh, mama. <laughs> can we shove it? Wait, wait. Can we shove it down your throat first and then put it in my ass? At least mumbles use your cock, not your pipe. Come on, really? Yeah, say something sexy, mumbles. This is Phone Freaks. Wow, this is the, that'd be like the greatest like dating profile. I will not suck dick, and my cactus thrives from neglect. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> We're joined today by Jay Chris Newberg here in the studio. How are you doing, Chris? Wonderful. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming out, especially in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming in person. We love having in-person guests. And so many people, even if they live in LA, they're like, I'll FaceTime. I don't want to deal with the traffic. But the energy is so much better in person. I think so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, what got you into comedy? Um, I got into comedy because I got bored with music. I was, uh, I started off my entertainment career as a musician, uh, right when I graduated high school, instead of, uh, I got a, I got a scholarship to a music scholarship to a college in Chicago. And I was, I thought to myself, well, I'll go to uh, music school, or I'm sorry, I will, uh, I'll go to entertaining. I'll do this. I'll do the, God, it's been so long. And this is like the longest origin story ever. <laughs> uh, no. So uh, we're here for it. Yeah. So I got a scholarship to college and I was like, well, I'm really funny, but I love music. So I'm, I'm going to go become famous on SNL and then I'm going to start a band. And my dad was like, well, why don't you just start a band? So I said, oh, okay, cool. So I started a band and I was in a band for like 13 years and then I got bored. Was that your dad's nice way of saying you're not that funny? I you think, should just go start a band. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, absolutely. He he never really laughed at my stuff. <laughs> you have you have a better chance of making it in music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then uh, I just started it, and I started to get bored with uh, the pursuit of music because when you're in a band long enough, everything becomes the lyrical. Base of Summer of 69 by Brian Adams. It's like Jimmy Quit, Joey Got Married. And then I decided, well, I still want to entertain. And I was tired of lugging things around. So I started telling jokes. Yeah, you don't even need your own microphone. No, no. <laughs> Just the ability to think hard and loud. Hey, how you doing, sexy baby? Take that boom, guys. Take that boom. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, this motherfucker feels good. Mm. Is he talking about yeah. the dick in his ass or his dick in that ass? Daisy chain these cocks. What feels good? His dick in their ass. Oh, this shit feels good. Oh. Yeah, literally, oh. shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. I am so, I'm so fucking close. I am so close to draining these big fucking balls. Oh, hey, uh, uh, try to try to do a couple of uh, beat offs. And the coach Make is there. Your first of the day, and stay on with us, and beat off a second oh. load. Make it special, oh. you know what I mean? Make it special. Oh, Two hours and thirty-five minutes of edging. <laughs> oh, oh. Let's. If you finger your prostate, you'll you'll bang out another cum right in a row. It's like you did one oh. big cum shot. Come on, oh. please, do it with me. Do it with me. Don't do it. Such with a me. coach. Oh, get to that next level. Like if one of you guys were here, you fucking do it for me. I, who has the time to edge jerking off for two and a half hours if you're not tweaked out? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to have my mouth in the sucking down and for you. I don't know. I feel like I've done it for like an hour. When you veg a long time, you can feel it's going to be a big Without coming? 
Isn't that what etching is? Yeah, I just I just wanted to clarify because you can rub one out multiple times in a short period. Yeah, that's what I like to do too. I like everybody to hear me. Oh fuck yeah! The more guys that hear me, the fucking harder I come. Yeah, I don't even I don't even want to say that I was ever edging intentionally for an extended period of time. Definitely jerking off for longer than I should, but it's because I couldn't come. Okay, just let's go to sixty six. All right. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> Why did they need to change rooms? They've been talking for like 35 seconds. They haven't said one thing. Oh, that's the, in, that's the entirety of it. Oh. This is like the that's biggest the time line. suck. <laughs> nothing to say. You are drunk. They're dishing the goss. Go shoot your video and come back later, okay? Is she doing OnlyFans? He found a sexed panther. <laughs> Look how many beers have you had today? That's enough. They're having an intervention. How many beers? I'm sure that's the problem. Do you know what day it is? Sunday. Also, how many beers would you have to drink to not know the day? I don't. It'd be like beers, not the drink of choice to get blackout. To not know the day. I mean, if you want to piss yourself, beer is a choice. But that's like you drink a, a case of bread. Liver just so long, all the fucking alcohol you drink. I don't think I've ever drank enough beer to piss myself, but now I know a little bit more about you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, if you were going to get blackout and piss yourself, like beer's probably a good choice. I've never pissed myself from being drunk. Sure. I got my shit. I'm ready. What the fuck? You ready? You gotta put that shit down. I have never pissed myself from being drunk, but I've had to piss a lot. And I have blacked out, but just not from beer. So I was just imagining if you if you were to get to the point of blacking out from beer, you're very likely going to piss yourself. It's it's a valid point. Solid deduction. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of just sounds like he's. Pissing himself every time he drinks beer. <laughs> Goes right through. <laughs> Especially, did you ever, um, if you were on the the road with your band, mm -hmm. did you ever get alcohol in like Oklahoma? Specifically Oklahoma? <laughs> so they have, it's, it's called, they call it near beer or queer beer. Okay. It's 3%. Oh. And you're like, wait a minute, what? What? I've kind of drink <clears throat> twice as many beers. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. No, I remember. I know. I remember in Utah, they they only serve one ounce shots. <laughs> one yeah. ounce, but you can order a double, which is a regular <laughs> shot. And you had to, um, you have to belong to a social club to be able to drink. It's like special special admission, but they let everybody join the club. I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Like they charge a fee. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a membership. Because they can't serve alcohol to strangers. And they have a really <laughs> popular gentleman's bar there called More Men. <laughs> I don't. That was my friend Josh's joke, and I just wanted to say it. 
<laughs> so you're stealing material and it's not making her I'm, laugh. I'm stealing material and giving him credit. <laughs> it's still not working. Now, would you have given him credit if she laughed? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big credit giver. <laughs> you're like, whatever, I got the laugh. <laughs> Holy um so you grew up in the chicago area no actually i grew up in the michigan area the it's like well michigan's basically chicago in a different in a different rap all right and that uh but you knew about like second city and all of the comedy stylings out of chicago yeah i think it was the thing that i the 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 live response rush that I was unaware that I really liked at the beginning because I went through the conservatory program in second city. And it's like, you get on that stage and that wall of laughter just hits you at once the first couple of times. And it's, there's nothing like it. Did you, did you ever participate in groundlings down here? Uh, I auditioned for groundlings after I like having uh, gone through the conservative pro- conservatory program, et cetera. And I thought I was a pretty good improviser. And uh, are, are you an improviser or have any past history? Uh, I, I took some classes at Groundlings and I took some classes at UCB okay. um, and they're very different programs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the thing I think that's most shocking and why, the, why I've found the Groundlings to be so good is because they go straight to the obvious. Mm-hmm. And that's their whole philosophy. Like stop thinking, get out of your way. Mm-hmm. Yes, and... And that way the audience is in on the joke all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, the class at UCB, they were, they were telling us that we're writing on stage. Yeah. So then everyone's trying to be clever. Mm-hmm. And, we're, you know, as clever as we all think we are, we're not that clever that quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I auditioned for Groundlings, I, I got in and they were doing Conducted Story. And I was like, oh, I know how to do this. This is easy. So they point somebody and they begin the story. Then they point someone else. And the instructor pointed to me and I started saying my part of the story. And he goes, no, that didn't happen. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I just got knowed by the instructor. (laughs) They did a yes and you. Improv is yes and. (laughs) Yeah, so I got knowed and then I didn't make it. And then I was soured on improv from that moment on here. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's crazy when you, if you go, when you watch any of the performances and then you look at all of the commercials on network TV and it's all the groundlings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I'm not surprised. Yeah, um, you know, it's so funny. The people, all of the people who were in the conservatory program at second city, when I was there in Detroit moved out here and have all crushed it. Like, so there's Keegan, Michael Key, who couldn't be bigger. Yeah, he's excellent. Larry Joe Campbell, when he first came out here, he was on According to Jim for like 10 or ten seasons or whatever. Mary Beth Monroe, um, Ev- Mark Evan Jackson, all those people work constantly on like huge shows and they were all, all my teachers. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, what would you say, what's the improv? Because I've never had the chance. I only know of Second City because of SNL. Mm-hmm. Um, what is their philosophy on improv i mean it's pretty much you know it's it's the basics of uh, yes and and I'll, the only thing i remember specifically was their 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 guru was this del close fella and the things that i learned about comedy from reading about him was specificity is more funny than generalization as far as like if you're painting the picture in a scene of like it's instead of past the ketchup is funny but past the heinz is more specific and then when it comes to making a choice uh, he made a pool analogy. Don't dip your toe in the pool <laughs> cannonball every time and both work. Yeah. And I, I feel like all of the SNL people that came out of second city are very physical comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The original, like Billy, Billy Murray was so physical. So yeah, I call him Billy. Like we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> Every guy wants his dick sucked. He's probably mad I wasn't a man. He's not going to get his dick sucked. <laughs> That's what everybody here wants.
I think most guys. What except getting their dicks out? And why are you still here if I'm so dirty? <laughs> I think I'm lucky and I date a lot of guys that. Aren't you afraid you're going to get the dirtiness like on you? Job and hang out fanatics. With me? Yeah, I mean, she told me she has like. Fanatics? I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't oh, suck yeah. dick. Okay. So <laughs> I, a lot of the guys that I date, like they don't even, they don't ever ask. You don't like it. Move around. Is it because they've listened to the show and they know? <laughs> like no, she already no, said she's not going to do it. No, I think I just give off don't like be, I don't you suck say, dick don't vibes. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm on record. It's not my, it's not my favorite thing, but you know, a warm mouth feels nice every now and then. Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's very, it's not the conversation I thought I was going to be in, but, <laughs> but I'm here and I'm just saying what I think. <laughs> so you're a fan. <laughs> I mean, what guy, I mean, who doesn't love blowjobs? Blowjobs are fun. I mean, you know, then I spoke, but I, I can't imagine like, it's probably a losing battle for a guy who's speaking with someone who doesn't like to give blowjobs. And all of a sudden he's like, wait, hold on. It's like, you don't do it like at all. And then you're like, nope. And, uh, and then he's just like, but it's cool. Like there'd be no, there'd be no argument. Yeah. It's not like convincing a girl to let you go down on her. No, that's a much bigger reward for her. Come on. You don't want to choke for like four seconds. Just, I just want to hear the gag. Just, just, just a little bit. You don't want to nose breathe and feel uncomfortable. Why? Well, like, we make eye contact accidentally. You don't want my ball hair to tickle your tickle your chin. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean it would be tough. I mean, like honestly, on the receiving end, absolutely super fun. But I can see it's definitely probably something hard to talk someone into. Yeah, and thankfully I had braces and as as an adult for two years. So then guys were like, "Yeah, no, 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 no I don't, I don't even want to put my dick in there." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." I don't know. There's something about that that seems like like. Oh, tempt fate. I guess kind of like Jenny was like, I don't know. The best thing about having a guy rip a load inside of you is you might get pregnant. You're like, that doesn't make sense. No sense at all. You know, like, the thrill. Isn't that like, isn't that what, um, and I'm, and I'm not as cool as I think I am, but I'm trying to remember if I've heard cool stuff before, but isn't that a specific type of fetish, like a baby fetish or a pregnancy fetish or a cream pie thing? Like when someone likes to like the pregnancy or the baby thing. Isn't that what you were just saying, kind of? So, yeah. So we had a comedian on last week and I, we were just talking about if it feels different when someone finishes inside of you, you know, without the condom and all that stuff. Okay. Because I'm in my experience and not from my selfish experience, but from what I've heard from my partners, mm -hmm. they're like, oh my God, it feels so much better. So then it's like, cool, let's gather more data from others, outsiders. And, um, she was like, yeah, my favorite part is the fact that like the risk. And I was just like, what the fuck? That's the worst part of it. What do you mean? The, the risk? risk? Oh my God. <laughs> you tell me you're not on birth control and I'm not going to come inside of you. Sex would be way less popular if every time you had an orgasm, there was a baby. Oh my God. I have a baby. I can tell you it's horrible. Uh. I love my kid. She's I'm sure. great, and it's still horrible. But <laughs> did, did you escape the parenthood trap? I don't have children, no, and I don't think my my fiance and I are probably not going to have kids, just because I don't. I don't know. Life's more fun without them. I bet. I mean, I just like. There's not a lot of. I have a lot of friends with kids, and those are commercials for not having kids. Mm -hmm. And I think their kids are great, and I think they're good parents, mm -hmm. and I bet their experience is mad magnificent. Just imagine all of the other experiences that you get because you don't help overpopulate the world. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you just get to live your life. And it's like all the vacations you get to take without having like a screaming child, like talking to you about what they want to do. I look back and I remember the very first dog I got. I mean, and a lot of people do this. Like I got a dog so I would have a reason to come home and be responsible but then two weeks into the dog, I was like, this is some fucked up shit. Why can't this dog just get a key? You're staring at Hamburger Head. He's, he, <laughs> he has doggy doors into all the buildings on the property. All right. He's still like, hey, fucker, it's time for my walk. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what do you, what do you mean? It's, 
you've got an entire yard. Go shit or piss. And he's like, no, you have to take me. Yeah. It doesn't work unless you take me. And you're just like, what the, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No, waste. Don't, don't take on other people's responsibilities. <laughs> Fiancés are bad enough. I have a cactus <laughs> and it really thrives from my neglect. <laughs> nice. So. I recommend cactus for everyone. Wow, this is that would be like the greatest like dating profile. I will not suck dick, and my cactus thrives from <laughs> neglect. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> I'm gonna update my profile just for you. Thank you. Please Try that me, one out. Yeah. Please send me a screenshot. Oh yeah. my god, you'll get all these masochists just like oh. <laughs> and I set stuff on fire. Yeah. <laughs> They repeat. I think it's so funny. (laughs) They're not intelligent. They repeat themselves. Oh shit! Come on, Mumbles. Come up with something else. Oh, is his name Mumbles? What's Mm -hmm. up, Mumbles? I don't know who Mumbles is. Come on, entertain me. I remember Mushmouth. If he doesn't mumble, I fucking swear. Oh, there you go. Oh, you want to share the pipe with me? That's why you're hanging out? (laughs) You want to hit my pipe? Are you jelly? I hit the pipe while I share with your ass. I hit the pipe. (laughs) Okay, I'm not disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Cassie does kind of mumble. (laughs) Can we shove it? Wait, wait, can we shove it down your throat first and then put it in my ass? At least mumbles use your cock, not your pipe. Come on, really? Yeah, say something sexy, mumbles. Sexy mumbles, come on. It was as if the people on this phone call did this one time in summer camp in 82, and this is the first chance that they've had to do it again. And they're just all in. (laughs) They're probably in the freezer where you left them last time. So here's the, here's the craziest thing. Some of these people are on here for like 16 hours a day. I'm sure it's an addiction. It's an addiction. A hundred percent. For the low, low rate of eight ninety five per month, you can get fewer commercials and unlimited time to stay connected. Nineteen ninety five per month, you get zero commercials. Well, I mean, just the whole concept of like mystery is so appealing to so many people. It's like, hey, who's going to be on the chat line? Mumbles. Would you like one of our dildos up your ass? What would your alter ego name be? No, see, Mumbles uh, is bad. It's okay. I don't know. Mumbles is pretty bar high. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, it's all right. The Mumbles is bad. But you are fucking yeah. Most people just say the town they live in. <laughs> the guy talking uh, sounds like... He sounds wait, like wait, Danny. Am I a fucking bitch again? Come on, say that again. guy who's buddies with Will Ferrell, who was in that uh, Danny McBride. Yeah, it sounds like my Danny. It was funny that second time. Say it again. It was funny. <laughs> Danny McBride. Uh, me to say it again. Uh, <laughs> um, so, which uh, as the pastor or in Eastbound and Down? He just, he, I was thinking more, uh, what was the one, the Ben Stiller movie where he broke up with everybody? Heartbreak Kid. Oh, did, did I see that one? Was that, uh, uh, they, 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 they do yeah. the mariachi music yeah. and uh-huh. he loses his mind. Yeah, it was actually one of the really funny, it was such a funny scene when it's like they show the first scene of them going on their honeymoon and they're really enthusiastically singing Bruce Springsteen. And then they show it like tw- two hours later and they're just like <laughs> still singing. I'm sorry. That wasn't that funny. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I saw it in the theaters. I remember, I remember going to see it. I remember a donkey kick to someone's head in the movie. Yeah. And there was a jellyfish pan. It had all the stuff. <laughs> they don't make movies like that anymore. Mm-mm. No more romantic comedies. Slapstick romantic comedies. <laughs> How far did you make it in music? Were you touring? We were touring. Uh, we did great. Uh, we um, we had Bob Seger's management uh, as our like we we got the same representation, so we were very optimistic at our chances, and we didn't get signed per se. 
we came close once we got a, we got a record deal on a Friday and the guy left the company on Saturday to go find himself. And then the other people weren't into it, but we toured with like Mellencamp and Oasis and like, Oh, fog, nice. Fog hat. Like, you know, just like tons of bands and just got to really get our teeth, you know, dirty and crispy on the road. Good fun ride. Good fun ride. And it's just like, it's always just like, the the people who make it, it's just verse attempting to make it, should celebrate the unrealistic things that they're experiencing. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's just like the realities of it, like growing up for me, listening to, you know, when music video was first coming into play and listening and watching a Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi video and seeing this guy get off stage and have people hand him towels and, you know, and then like, and people giving him oxygen and, you know, and they're taking shower and there's a million people there and there's security and fans and people throwing it. And you've got three sets in Columbus, Ohio at the jug, a bar above a laundromat, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, and the only people are there is because they're waiting for their clothes to be washed. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah. They I, just, they just had a story cold play is apparently making the most money of any touring band. They just cleared 66 million on 11 shows. Wow. And you're, it's mind boggling. I think it's good for them. <laughs> I mean, knowing how hard it is to get anyone to support anything, people who can have success. I mean, you have a podcast. I have a podcast. We all have stuff we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't it be cool to make $66 million <laughs> in 11 shows or whatever? Be cool to make $6,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really would. <laughs> <clears throat> show what are you up to what's happening i'm just chilling it was like black friends for teenagers chilling's good no i've never heard of that guy pull up had smoke coming out of his hood opened his hood up yeah pulled the whole belt out of there threw it in the trunk and then started his car up and drove off did he pay you with a blowjob i was like good luck to him yeah he could just ask for a ride to an automotive shop but no some people are independent, you know. They just want to press on. Yeah, that's true. Did he just say he stole yeah. someone's car? It's all good. Yeah. I thought he was talking about yeah, somebody smoking judge, a joint you know? in their car. Oh, no. And they opened up the, the roof, car, and then all the smoke came out. That's it. I keep my car forever. No, I think you, I think uh, the guy, his, his car was smoking, like overheating, and he pulled the radiator belt off and drove the car away. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah, you know, it's a Volvo. Yeah, you a hard top convertible. Payment plan thing, huh? Yeah, no, it's all paid for. Oh, uh, the Volvo convertible? Yeah, and I'm, I'm super gay car. And you can't get hard top convertibles anymore, so. Oh, the hard top convertible. Um, you know, uh-huh. it's irreplaceable. So. Mm-hmm. Irreplaceable. Those hard top convertibles are out of style these days. Yeah, yeah, they don't oh. make them anymore. They're not out of style. Yeah. They yeah, don't make the chips shame, for a, them a, anymore because of the pandemic. Have, There's uh, a chip shortage. Yeah, but, uh, the chip shortage yeah, is being remedied. And then they start making the, soft tops. Yeah, yeah, and then people are still getting them and they're like, big, big transportation, well, know, the soft uh, tops don't last as long. So people need to get them replaced more or people need to upgrade their cars more. So... Yeah. Plus, they're way easier to steal. Well, they want to sell, and mm-hmm. that's what people are buying. Did you see that? Um, uh, sorry, I got to pause the car talk because we'll come back to it. In New York City, <laughs> they've recommended buying Apple AirTags for your car. So if it gets stolen, you can track it. There, there's so many car thefts in New York City right now that the government said. Get an Apple AirTag so you can track your car if it's stolen because we won't be able to help you. Um, I already have two trackers on my car. I, I think it's for the shitty cars. I don't think oh. that, you know, the new nice cars rarely yeah, get stolen. Like, my new car 
comes with an app that literally has a tracker like in the car somewhere. And then my insurance. You have a second one for your insurance. Mm -hmm. But that one you can plug in. So if you're smart enough to look for it, you could unplug it. Yeah, like the test. It's even crazy that when you have a car that has a built-in. So, I, you know, I got the Tesla. Uh, when I'm shopping for insurance, it asks me if it has a tracker. Like, the whole car is a tracker. What do you mean? <laughs> like, you want me to have a tracker on top of my tracker? Yeah, the tracker for the tracker. <laughs> you have to track the tracker to make sure that the tracker's tracking. Do you think it would count if you used an Apple AirTag as the tracker? You're like, 30 bucks tracker, done. I mean, is it not a tracker? It's a tracker. But how often do those need to be charged? Um, They last for like a year. Because they're one and done. You can't recharge them. Oh, no? Yeah. They're disposable. I would have thought that you could pop it on, uh, what is that little round one that you put the Apple Watch on? Yeah, they're not that sophisticated yet. Hmm. The wireless charger. Yeah, I would have thought that you could just drop it on that and it'd be like boop, boop, boop. They should. That would be great. But yeah, it's they're disposable landfill <laughs> i'm sure somewhere someone somewhere is recycling the batteries man to the public so yeah. with um they're talking about vans did you see yeah. the volkswagen electric bus oh man so where would i have sought this i don't know you i don't know up on an old invoke excuse me vogue you did yeah, dude, they want to. Was that at the coronation? Me, <laughs> no, no fucking but they video. have they have the old school yeah. VW bus converted to yeah, electric with you know when they reintroduced the Beetle, kind of how that was. Oh yeah, that like Scooby Doo's fan on the outside. Of yes, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not no no Scooby Doo's fan is more like a rape fan painted psychedelic. This one, the VW bus is flat in the front. Stay behind. That's because it probably won't. So like the city bus. Like Peppa Pig's bus. I don't know. If they don't know shit about it, it might actually... I think that's an RV. Well, yeah. (laughs) She also has a bus with a camper. The RV is one thing. The bus is different. The bus is yellow. Um, But, yeah, anyway, it's it's a flat front van. So it just looks like like a, a tube of car. Got it. But it's space. I don't know. It would be great for van life, I think. Uh, do you plan on living in a van? I might have to. Van down by the river. Down by the LA River? <laughs> I don't think we can keep doing the podcast if that's where you're living. I'm not, you wouldn't come record in the van down by the river? I would get kidnapped or stabbed or raped or all of the above. I mean, I don't know. I feel like my neighborhood is becoming the L.A. River right now between the flooding rains and all of the tents a few streets away. Okay, yes, but I don't know. This is a little safer than there. (laughs) The the tent people don't really know how to climb a fence that they didn't cut open. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I think there's people living there, so I'm going to stay away. Uh. Yeah, stroke it, baby. Yeah, stroke this. Do you think it's his middle finger? Go for it, babe. Stroke. I mean, my middle finger's pretty long. It's a lot of... I have a pretty long middle finger. That's it. Go, a lot go of stroke. It, go private for it. I just don't have. I don't have a I mushroom tip on my shit. middle finger. And get off the line. Well, thank goodness you don't have a no, dick get off for the a line, finger. you <laughs> I feel the worst. Just every finger is a fucking dick. For you before shit. You're the one that pretends to have been think? some kind of war hero somewhere. <laughs> if somebody he sounds like he's got like a Zodiac killer or something, he tries to sell cut off, and they're like, we can't, we can't reattach it there. Like, it's just really mangled on your body. The option is we can replace one of your fingers with your dick. But you saw the guy that grew a dick on his arm, right? So that he could have it put onto his body? 
Yeah, oh, they did like stem cell grafting <laughs> thing, and the guy grew a I dick. No clue. I don't. I you don't grow it like right off your elbow, and then they harvest it and put it down. I think it's for um, for transitioning. No fucking shit. Pretty crazy. <laughs> and um, I don't know. The what? thing I was thinking about is if you had so say that I had dick fingers. <laughs> Okay, so that's where I was going. Would you do it? No. No dick or one of your fingers. Does it get to ejaculate? Do I get the sexual pleasure? So, your nerves are still your nerves. So, it would still feel good when you rub it, but you would never have come coming out of it. Like, you'd never be able to sperm from it. Oh. But the nerves would still have, like. So then it would be like when I was when I was pleasuring myself under the age of twelve. So you you still there were moments of release where there were just was no fluid, mm-hmm. which is why the first time that I actually released, I got uh, scared. Um, I don't know. It's weird that it would have to be on my hand. Which am I giving up a pinky finger? You choose. I suppose if I gave up the pinky finger on my left hand, because it's going to be limp when I'm not excited, right? Or is it just going to always be hard? Yeah, no, I guess it would still do its dick thing. Okay, so it would just dangle. Fuck little boys. The thing is, if you have, like, I'd get turned on drinking tea and my my pinky finger dick would just go into a boner. Apparently, that's what you want. (laughs) You wouldn't just get, like, a custom glove to, like, put over it. You would just dick out. The the problem is, is it my actual dick? Yes, it's your dick. It's like you sound like a little boy. On the there's no convenient place to put it on my hand. It's so much it's, bigger than my it's fingers. No dick. Or like dick for finger. Then I think I want to keep it out. What's my? I don't know how I would have a custom glove. You just have this lump that's two thumbs wide. <laughs> about the Peter Pan thing. And then it has to be able, the glove would have to stretch, so all of a sudden, it, I would just have yeah. something that's twice the size of my other fingers. Okay, or you have it so that it doesn't stretch, so it right, hopefully, like, like you're really controls it so that if you're getting excited, it's like, no, no, no. that can't be good. That can't be good for your health if it's strapped in and you can't... You know what? If we get any... Yeah, you can back um, up with them every day. Now you feed them grass. If we get any drag queens on the show, since they tuck and tape, uh-huh. we should ask them what happens if they get turned on when they're in drag. Okay. Because that's, that's the equivalent, right? I suppose. And I'm interested what it would be like to... Yeah. Get aroused when you're taped in, when there's no room for you to get hard. Can we have them tape you? Sure. Is that your dream? Sick. If you know what, if you yeah, can find, man. we can do a whole Daddy Mams yeah. drag makeover. <laughs> that would be seriously so fun. I don't care. I'm totally down. I'm support the cause. Really? Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. I'm gonna reach out to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I have a tall, bald guy that wants to do drag. It's okay. We can, uh, I don't know. I was going to say we could figure out how to raise money with it. With great big cows. Humiliate mams for charity. I'm so for it. <laughs> I'd almost say I'd be willing to let CJ kick me in the balls for charity, but I would need people to uh, actually donate money. I don't want to just blindly offer that. But if we were raising like five or $10,000 from other people, I'd, I'd, oh God, that would hurt so much. I'd let you kick me in the balls for charity. I'll think about it. It's just like, here's the thing. HR, is that an HR violation? Well, uh, yeah, pretty close. Because here's the thing. I would have to see your dick and balls so that I'm looking at where I'm kicking. Mm, what if I just wore a jock strap? Your dick has to be pulled like up and out of the way, like up and sideways, one way or the other. Oh, yeah, and I've had my dick hit before and swell, and then I can't pee, so I don't. 
I told you, uh, uh, my dad hit me with a belt and the belt whipped around and flicked my, my tip. Uh, uh-uh, I don't remember this story. Oh shit. Yeah. So my dad loved hitting me with the belt. It was like his favorite. And, uh, I had done something. So the last time that he hit me with a belt, the belt, I think I was like six or seven, the belt whipped around my ass and the hit the tip of my dick. And then I couldn't pee for more than two days. I can't believe you didn't get septic. From yeah. That. They, um, my mom was going to take me to the hospital and he kept saying, no, 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 I'm going to go to jail for abuse. <laughs> Maybe don't. You don't hit a hit tiny child with yeah. a belt with a grown man's. And this was like a 70s belt, those big, thick leather. With leather, Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And then one time my mom threatened to hit me with a belt. That was when I ran away from home. She was like, oh, that's it. I'm going to go get the belt. So she went to get the belt. I went out the door. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going through this again. Yeah. Been there, done that. Although I'm sure that my mom, A, wouldn't have made me pull my pants down to do it. And then B, would not have had the strength of a nearly six foot man. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, my parents never, never hit me with a belt. Doesn't really make a difference, though. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe the belt's worse. Because the, the parents that smack, they're like, my hand hurts when I hit you. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much they actually felt it through whatever rage they built up in their heads. Yeah, I think this might also be because I told the story in high school, but from a different angle. So because hitting me with the belt was my father's favorite thing to do, he gave me the choice of getting hit with the belt or cleaning the toilets in the house naked, knowing that I'm, you know, I'm a little kid, I'm going to feel shame about a cleaning toilets and b doing it naked. And then they were just like, uh, sounds like your dad was a pedophile. I was like, no, it's for me. It was, he wanted to hit me with the belt, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe that maybe pedophile checks watching porn with me, making me look through playboys. Uh, which uncle was it that my mom's side? Oh, yikes. So I got the, the disgusting from both ends of the family tree. All right. Well, maybe this is why I think the world is so awful and it's not actually the world's less awful than I think it is. I don't think so, but yeah. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure the world is pretty <laughs> awful. People just do a better job of hiding it outside of their family. Yeah. And like, I didn't have any weird uncles. Yeah, I don't know how many families do have the weird uncle. <laughs> we got a we got a line full of weird uncles though. Excuse me. What was your instrument when you were in music? Guitar. Guitar. Well, bass was my original. Um, yeah, and then I switched to guitar when I got tired of firing guitar players. Okay, and um, were you the lead vocalist as well? Lead, lead main songwriter, backing vocalist. Got it. <clears throat> um, what is the difference in Rush on stage when you're in the pocket with the band versus um, you're just killing it with a set? Uh, it's different. It's different levels of like soul satisfaction. Like when you're in a groove, it's feel. You know, it's like you're part of it. It's like the water. Or me, excuse me, it's, it's like washed over you and you're like, you're in this groove. Comedy, it's more of a power thing because you're more in control of the sound distribution and like the movement of the audience and the pacing of the set. But like you're sort of locked in when you're in a song to whatever the groove is. And hopefully the groove doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> you get in the pocket on some really bad music. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have like zero musical ability. I wrote a, I, I wrote a song for my little one and that's it. Like a, like a nighttime lullaby. <laughs> so there's like zero, uh, I, everything I sing is off key. Nice. It's, it's great when you're so self-aware that it's just crippling. Yikes. 
<laughs> but fun because you get to do it. Yeah, I mean, at least you have no shame about it. There are people that are like, no, I'm a good singer. <laughs> and then they're loud about it and you're like, eh, but you're at least loud about it. And we go, eh, but then you laugh. No, yeah, my ears are bleeding too, so... <laughs> Confidence is so unforgiving. You know what I mean? At, at times it's like there are people who are, as you were saying, mm-hmm. good and who are like, I'm good. And they really are that good. Mm-hmm. And there are people, the polar opposite, who are really that convinced. Yeah, that delusional. That might be one of the most uncomfortable moments in a, in a human occupied space when somebody is just like, hold on, let me sing acapella for everyone. Oh no! <laughs> and they belt it out, and it's just—it's awful. But they're committed, mm-hmm. and you don't—you just have to sit there and be quiet, and kind of like hold your hands together. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely definitely people who are better at it than others. <laughs> <laughs> the Newberg Podcast is the greatest podcast you've ever heard in your entire life about all of the things that you want to think about, especially that. Yep. Whoa. Also, I'm a mentalist, but it's not about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, oh we get a little stroking. We all are, aren't we? I hope. I think we are. I hope so. Fuck yeah, I love I love Jack. I love Jack. I like Circle Jerks. <laughs> yeah. How many people do you need in a room to have a Circle Jerk? I did a Circle Jerk one Three? time. There was like... I think it was over a little over. Is that not a triangle jerk? There was a bunch of us. Does it not have to be at yeah. least five? <laughs> you got to break the square. Yeah. <laughs> there was a the, yeah, when, when I me, show, show me your dick. There was a <laughs> when I first got when I was on America's Got Talent in 2011, and a friend from Michigan introduced me to someone who was. Lindsay Lohan's special introduction person. And I don't remember the title, but it was as creepy. And this guy would call me all the time and try to get me in a circle jerk. And I was so fucking damaged by this as a kid. <laughs> I was just like, so wait, I get to meet Lindsay. Wait, what? What do you want to talk about? What do you want? Wait, huh? And he would always do it. So it's kind of funny that this guy, when he's talking, I'm now realizing that other guy was probably jerking off on the phone with me <laughs> when we were talking. Yeah. I'm just putting that together now. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't know that it's not we triggering. needed a trigger warning. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not triggering. It's, it's entertaining. But I'm like, oh, huh, guess that got by me. <laughs> now we know how Louis C.K. got away with it for so nice. long. <laughs> he worked for Lindsay Lohan. I <laughs> go <laughs> Prouder than hell. We're all proud of our dicks. Yeah. That's right. Not everyone's proud of their dick. <laughs> I like guys like seeing my cough. I like I like people seeing it come. That's why I love doing this on the phone where everyone can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah, me too, man. I love you. Better. You like eating? You like eating cum? Eating it. Eating it. When I think eating cum, I think like a plate, a fork, a knife, like cutting it up. I, I was just having a similar thing. Like how, how coagulated does it have to get before you can eat it? Yeah. Like, can you get it in a shot? Like, you know, or like. But then that's drinking. Yeah. Like eating, you have to chew something. Yeah, it's true. Because it's, it's runnier than yogurt. It's weird. You never like a lot of times when you're listening to. Sex talk like this. You rarely hear the word no. My friend, it's just you just hear yes a lot. Like it wouldn't work if it was no. It'd just be like the same sort of thing with crownlings. Like if you, it's yes and when it comes to dirty talk, I feel you like looking at my cock. No, okay, now it's weird. You mind if I just stick my fist up your butt? No, wait, wait. Yes, I mind. You said no. <laughs> yeah, tell me to suck his cock. Suck his you cock. Love, you love watching guys uh, play around, right? Do you? I love. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, the the woman that, that my friend and I, uh, she watched us fuck. Fuck, you know what? She was she was she was like really classy, but uh, wow. CJ, oh, did you go and watch some people on. have sex? She was, she was I, I was propositioned too. We talk about it now. That's that's gotta be like. Can we talk about Judah now? That's like it gotta be like a Nelly song. Watching my classy friends fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. The one watching was classy though. That's why I said CJ. Yeah. So your your friend propositioned you to watch him have sex. Yeah. I asked him for five hundred dollars. That's not prostitution. (laughs) I'm not having the sex. So wait a second. (laughs) <laughs> he, he said, do you want to watch me have sex? And you said, it'll cost you $500 for me yeah. to watch. Or yeah. you just said, hey, can I borrow 500 bucks? And he goes, sure, but you're going to have to watch me bo- have sex. Oh, no, no, no. He said, hey, uh, my girlfriend wants to have somebody watch us have sex. And I trust you. Do you want to come watch us? And I said, uh, is this a paid position? <laughs> and he goes, sure. How much do you want? And I was like, mm, 500 bucks. And he was like, all right. Anyone who'd pay five would easily pay a thousand. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> next time, well, it didn't end up happening. So now next time he asks me, I'll be like, yeah, because you didn't take me up on the 500. And now it's going to cost a thousand. Yeah, you made you, it weird, man. Yeah, you can get a thousand easy. Yeah. I gave you a bargain price. Mm-hmm. I got to see your wiener. Yeah. He kid, would they cancel? Something else <clears throat> come up? Uh, He just said that she didn't end up. Like being like gung ho about it. Did so he then. just end up getting a hooker off of Craigslist? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like, somebody else <laughs> will do on. this for less. For three hundred bucks, I'm sure they'll lick my butthole while I'm having sex with her. Ah, uh, so that's so funny. So she wasn't gung ho. That means he probably came up with the idea originally and was like, "Oh my god!" So I'm going to proposition this girl, and once I get her on board, then I'll get my girlfriend on board. This is what I think. I think that there was like a sneaking trying to create a threesome i still think that's what it is i don't know you're in the room you're there he thinks that you're going to be all turned on (sighs) when when you see how good he's giving it to her you're just gonna be like oh god please me too i mean that's a fantasy i'm not saying he's correct in his thought (laughs) process but this is how guys think wait a fantasy of yours is to be offered five hundred dollars initially and then eventually have it be a thousand to watch (laughs) and then ultimately participate because that's a very specific fantasy (laughs) and if you want to do it don't do very well at second city (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i mean i think i would if i I was actually having sex with him and he was paying i would charge a lot more than that a lot more. Nice. You're like, sure, I'll I'll participate, but you need a lot more zeros on that yeah, stack it, of money. Just because we've been friends for so long, then like our friendship is ruined. So like our friendship costs a whole lot more than that. You know? Oh my god, that'd be so cool. You could start a whole business of you being like this cold hearted human who destroys cactuses. And that would be your nickname. It'd be the cactus. And at the end of every one of your sessions, you would just leave a miniaturized thirsty cactus at the door. It'd be like, (laughs) your calling cards, the cactus. I will wither you. (laughs) This dick is nuts. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash phone freaks podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,